Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Performance Intelligence Podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. So let's uh, flip onto some more individual or some habits. Let's call them leadership micro-habits. What are they? When you look at a leader, that's a a best practice habits, because you talk about system structure and processes for an organization. For the individual, that's habits. The word habits is one of my favorite words, which might, might be why you used it. I'm not sure. But a number of years ago, I, I led a research piece, uh, which became known as the Daily Habits of Exceptional Leaders. And in this case, it was sitting in organizations, but it doesn't make a difference if it was large organizations, if it was a startup business, if it was a small uh, business owner. The habits are actually fundamentally the same across all aspects of leadership in all sectors. So I'll talk about this. And we'll identify the factors of the habits. But your listeners to this, I want you to know if you're a small business owner who's looking for growth, and let's distinguish that as opposed to stability, then these habits will be effective irrespective of how, how early in your growth phase you are. So what we did was I had a hypothesis that leaders who are seen to be exceptional in the eyes of the people who they work with had a series of habits at home before work after work, on the weekends, that primed them in such a way that when they turned up at work, they were really good. So that was my hypothesis. And having worked with lots of leaders, I had a hypothesis to what that might be. But there was no research that we could find to actually identify exactly what those habits were. So what I did was I approached an organization called the Leadership Circle. And, and eventually, the, the irony is they ended up buying my business out a couple of years later. But I approached them because they have they had a very and still do, a very powerful and well-respected leadership assessment tool that was global. And my, my thought was, well, whoever in that database that they have that sits at the top end of the database, as in the 90 percentile are above, that means they are the best leaders out of that whole database. So let's so that group of people already identified, i.e., I don't have to spend time trying to figure out who's a great leader. They've already done that. And so what we did, we, we, we set up a study where we, we approached uh, 45 leaders across um, Sydney, Singapore, and parts of Indonesia and Hong Kong. They all were business leaders, as opposed to say HR or coaches, or whatever. They had to have been in the role for two plus years and they had to have a profit and loss responsibility. So true commercial leaders. The organization size varied from, I think the smallest organization was about 25. And the large organization was PricewaterhouseCoopers for Asia Pac. So yeah, lots and lots of people and a range of uh, folks in between. They moved across, I think it was about 10 different sectors. We had 65% women, 35% men. Now, that's just an interesting piece, just mm. to pause there. The most successful, impressive leaders, according to the Egypt Circle database, which is a global database, majority are women. That's also my experience, is the majority are women. So business owners and business founders, I think we're seeing a really interesting phase in Australia where there's more and more female business founders happening around our country, which I think is fantastic, by the way. It means our future economy is in good hands. But in this particular uh, research, and so it was actually 60-40, not 65-35, it was 60-40 split. So what we ended up doing was we created a study that went over four weeks. We, um, most of them had, had, well, at this stage, they all had smartphones. We were able to set up a, a, an app in their smartphone that prompted them three times a day to, in a, in a very quick process to capture what they've just been doing, i.e., what's the process you have. We did some interviews before the research started. We did some interviews at the end. 
And then um, we got something like 4,000 pieces of data at the end of it all. And some of it was qualitative, most of it was quantitative. And so then we started looking for patterns. What are these folks doing in the morning? What are they doing at nighttime? What's they doing the weekends, et cetera? And is there anything coming through? What astounded us was, even though these leaders were different countries, different sectors, the habits were almost identical. So in, in the morning, these leaders all had the same habit, which was they spent somewhere between seven and nine minutes, right? Again, a short period of time, looking through their diary for the day, looking through the various important meetings and not doing the to-do list. That's the obvious thing. That's what we thought they were doing. They were looking at the meeting going, how do I need to show up in that meeting? I.e., what's my sense of presence I need to have in that meeting? Because so what they had realized over the course of their career was, let's say they went into a nine o'clock meeting and they got really annoyed and they came out of that meeting and went into the 10 o'clock meeting and came out and then 11 o'clock meeting, they were still annoyed. The people in the 11 o'clock meeting had no idea what happened at the nine o'clock meeting. All they knew was our leader, Andrew, was really, really angry. We have no idea what's going on. Oh, right. So they had to realize that was a normal pattern for them. So they preempted throughout the day, first thing in the morning, how do I need to be in each of these meetings? And most of them wrote down a single word, strategic, focused, compassionate, listening, whatever the word was. So when they walked from one meeting into another one, they were now grounding themselves with, okay, in this meeting, I've already planned, I need to be X. What is that? That's I wish first. I knew about this research when we wrote MatchFit about 18 months ago. That's exactly a performance moment where you sit down and look at what are the big moments in the day and how do you want to show up? Love it. Hi, it's Andrew, and thanks for listening to this bite-sized edition of the Performance Intelligence Podcast. If you like this episode and would like to hear more, you can find the Performance Intelligence Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can listen to High Performer Series, where I sit down with a leader in sport, business, entertainment, the arts, multiple domains, and look at the factors that has helped make them successful. There's the science of where we explore a topic and go deep with some of the world's leading experts and perform a spotlight, which is a case study with an individual. It could be a small team or it could be a large organization on what they have done to achieve performance intelligence. And if you would like to support the podcast, please make sure to subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they come out and leave a comment and rating as we really do appreciate the feedback.